I want to welcome you all back to the Sage Method podcast. I am really excited to introduce to you Brenda Fritz. Hi, Brenda. Hello. Brenda is a certified Sage practitioner. Uh, she's with the Sage Method team and a psychic intuitive. I wanted to invite Brenda on because we've got a topic today. And I'm going to hand it right on over to you, Brenda, and jump right on in. I I think it's going to be great. Let's talk about the difference between religion and spirituality. Well, the, the fun thing for me was, is the way I was raised. Um, I had, my parents had a variety of religious backgrounds. They came together and decided to raise us as Catholics. Um, but yet with, with their what we call a Protestant background, my mother being Southern Baptist and my father being Methodist, they still had the the Protestant teachings, so to say. My father was always big on God's not going to judge you according to your religion so much as he's going to judge you according to how you lived your beliefs. And that drove me into another direction of, well, does that mean just one religion is right or all religions right or you know I was a teenager so I had questions and he told me to go ahead and go to other churches so I did and basically there was a difference in the services but the messages all seemed to be the same you have to live this way in order to get to heaven you can't do this or you're not going to get there and I was like but if God's an all-loving God there's got to be a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> so you're looking for a loophole. So would yes, you say was. it was, so then it's safe to say maybe that your, your dad really was the one that it sounds like he invited you to sort of open that door a little bit and mm-hmm. look around. So you had this parent figure who didn't say, this is what it is. He but, said, and, and look around. Basically. Yes. And, and the fun, fun thing about it was is a lot of people might call this strange. My mother was a, a very, very good palm reader. And um, she encouraged us about ESP and, and listening to our, our gut instincts is the way she would put it. Um, if it didn't feel right, don't do it. Um, she put she put a lot of stock into that. And also being raised Catholic with praying to saints and such. Um, the paranormal didn't seem too far-fetched for us. So again, when my father had stated, you know, it's it's according to how you believe, I started looking at, at various churches as well as numerology, astrology, um, anything I could get my hands on along those lines as well. So it's not that you were raised in one particular way and then at some point you had an aha moment. You were actually raised by religious individuals. Now your mom was Catholic. Um, did your dad follow a particular religion? Did I miss that? Um, he he joined the Catholic faith because of my mother. Um, but he, I believe it's the Methodists that actually teach that, you know, not not 
the shoe doesn't fit on everybody. Everybody has to live their life according to how they feel comfortable. And I, I really welcomed that because um, my mother, when she would get really frustrated, her Baptist would show, she would, would say something, <laughs> vengeance, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And she gets so aggravated. And I'm like, but I don't want an angry God. So it, it was so much easier for me to learn to accept different ways of viewing things. And in that way, I could learn what fit for me. I'm smiling because I was raised Methodist. Oh. And so I relate deeply to that in that we're, you know, Methodists were religious, right? And we we went to church every Sunday and did confirmation and things like that. But you love others unconditionally mm-hmm. and without judgment. And I always found that to be really wonderful. It's a huge Methodist population in Minneapolis where I'm from. And Minneapolis is also historically a very progressive uh, area. You know, a lot of different people and different walks of life and different paths and a lot of acceptance around that as well. So there's varying degrees of acceptance in religions. Uh, What fascinating, this is what I want to ask you next. So you've got your mom who's Catholic, but she also read Palms. And she also, you know, talked about a few other things in those. So she was kind of on that spiritual religious fence or did she, do you feel that she incorporated them together? How did she put those two things together? In all actuality, I feel like um, they kind of went hand in hand in our household. Um, if we Sometimes they like, don't. Well, it's really funny because when we lived in Kansas for a short time, we had, we thought we had a spirit because the house would shake every day at one and didn't matter summer, winter, one o'clock, the house would shake. So being Catholic and believing that there may have been a spirit stuck in the house, the family got together, we got our rosaries and we got our candles and we walked around the house saying a rosary and the sound stopped that the house didn't shake anymore after that. So for us, it was kind of a blend of both. Um, and I really, really believe you have to take a lot on faith when you do both because they almost contradict each other. Some, and sometimes they really do. Yeah. It's that contradiction that I think people really struggle with. Don't you? Mm-hmm. It's, it's feeling like, you know, I was raised Methodist and I, I no longer am practicing uh, mm-hmm. in, in any religion, but I still think so highly of Jesus and his path and the energy of it. And and I, and I think a lot of people can get stuck in it's all or nothing. You're religious or you're not. And right. I'm hearing from you this beautiful example of being able to have this path that somebody laid out for you, which is religion. Mm-hmm. and uh exploring it through a spiritual angle yes and and well what's really fun is that my parents were god-fearing i mean they they were good christian folk i mean you, you couldn't fault them for that they they lived dedicated lives um did what they believed didn't break any laws i mean they were good people and yet they showed us more than one way to rejuvenate our souls, fill our souls up, make us feel like whole 
beings, mind, body, and soul. I mean, they they just, they blessed us with so much more by being Catholic converts than not really. Then in, to me, if if they had stayed Southern Baptist and, and, and Methodist, we there might've been a tug of war between the two of them. Whereas they came together with the Catholicism and were able to build on that. And that was very, very, very nice for us. I, I can, I can see, I can feel that when you talk about it to it, there's a lot of unity in this. Yes. And it's really interesting because if you were to just lay out for someone, my mom was this, my dad was this, they came together, they converted to this. Oh, and then there's, here's these spiritual components. Somebody might think, well, wow, that had to have been a tough existence, you know, everyone kind of clashing, but yet here you are having um, lived this experience of having access to both religion and spirituality. How would you differentiate religion and spirituality? I learned, um, well, Catholics tell you how to pray. It's, it's you know, like with the sign of the cross and you, and you they prefer you kneel. Um, and then, then they have um, the Our Father, the Hail Mary. They have different scads of of prayers you say verbatim. And then on the spiritual side, for me, was where I could just say it, what was in my heart. So I had the structure over here. It's it's almost it's almost like my father's brothers were all officers in the Second World War, and all of my mother's brothers were enlisted in the Second World War. Yet they 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 accomplished the same goal. And for me, it was the same thing. My religion and my spirituality were accomplishing the same goal in making me whole. I love that. If we think about our journey here on earth. And this is part of why I love the sage method and especially the sage circle, because we literally have in the spiritual community that we've built people from all walks of life, all different religions, and we're all speaking the same language, which is the language of unconditional love. That's powerful. And I've run into individuals along the way that have said to me when they find out that I'm a medium, that I'm spiritual, they've said to me, well, then you're not religious. You know, what do you think of the churches? Right. And my definition of religion has always been of positive religion has mm -hmm. always been um, is the congregation your extended family? Are they there for you? Are you thriving in a positive manner as a result of touching base every Sunday or every Saturday or every Wednesday, whatever it is for your religion? Is this benefiting your life? And that's always been my sort of navigation through it. Do you know what I mean? So I like when you say like, you know, in Catholicism, you're told how to connect mm -hmm. and exactly what to say. And in spirituality or not, I can't find anything wrong with either. Mm -mm, there isn't anything wrong with either. There is a comfort in in saying a rosary over and over again. It's it's like saying a mantra. It's there is um, a closeness to God when you say your rosary. Um, but for me, when I express myself 
if I'm not happy, I want them to know I'm not happy and why. And the Catholics don't have a prayer for that. <laughs> so I have to come up with my own. Um, I decided a long time ago that God's loves all of us unconditionally. He created all of us the way we are, <laughs> warts and all. And I like that. I like to know that I can go to him with any and everything. And I also like knowing that there are helpers on the other side. The, the Catholics do call them angels and saints. Other people like me, I'll call mine spirit guides. I do work with some higher ups, but there are a plethora of, of spiritual beings there ready and waiting to help. I mean, they're, they're just pick me, pick me. <laughs> exactly. And, and different names, right? Different titles, mm -hmm. but they mm -hmm. all come from the same source. Really? Yes. They all mm -hmm. come from the same source. I would rather hear someone say that they are connected through their religion than not connected at all. Correct. Yes. I, I, and everyone has their own role in life mm -hmm. and their, in the path that they're going to choose. And some people come down and they do choose atheism and, you know, things like that. I totally, I, I just want to hear that they're, they're living their best life in that version, really. You know, what I'm going to, I know that there's a big focus on positivity because you're such a, a, a you know, a strength in the positivity realms. But if you had to put, um, you know, a, a darker piece to religion, or perhaps we can talk about it in a sense of like, what can people look to avoid with religion versus what should they be going toward in their religion? What would you say? Anything that makes you uncomfortable, do not do it. Okay. If it does not resonate with you, if it does not make you feel bigger and more whole and, and full of love, then, then it's not meant for you. Find, find what is. Um, no one, this is my belief, no one religion is right, but no one religion is wrong. They all, we all go up the same mountain. We just take different paths. <laughs> exactly. Spot on. <laughs> It's, it's a journey. And I love that. I, I rarely hear people talk about the discomfort. That's your own intuition. That's using yeah. your intuition, right? Yes. Stepping away from the judgment piece mm -hmm. and stepping into your connection, focus on your connection to yes. your source, to your God, to your higher power. Mm -hmm. That's where, that's where the beauty is. And I, I love what you said there. No religion is the, is you know, the only religion, the right religion, and no religion is the wrong religion. Right. They're all, they're all right. They're, they're all going in the same direction. And that's, that's, that's the joy of it. That's the wonder of it all is that so, so many people on this earth and they believe in so many different ways. It's, it's like a, a multifaceted diamond. We are all beautiful in our own way. And when we come together, we all just shine. When I see uh, coming together and shining, when I when you say that, I think of those times when I see someone, two people who are from very different religions, 
engage with each other and and are interested in hearing about the other's religion. Tell me how you celebrate that aspect of life. That's beautiful. Do you know what I mean? Like actually honoring how somebody from another religion approaches that, right? It's actually it, it's actually a curiosity. Um, my brother was better at it than I was, and um, I, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormon missionaries, people like that come and knock on the door, and my brother would welcome them in, and I would sit and listen with him. I mean, they would talk about theology, they would talk about maybe this doesn't fit right, but this one would, I mean, he would actually get these people <laughs> to thinking as opposed to the other way around because my brother and I, we were into all of it, not just this one aspect that they wanted us to hear. Mm -hmm. We wanted them to say, well, tell us what, what do you think of this part too? And that's where we learned about other people their traditions, their beliefs. Um, I don't think you're going to find, you won't learn anything without asking questions. So that's that's what we did. We would invite these people in just so we could have these conversations and learn the differences between what they believed and what we believed. And we'd look it up in the Bible. And, and I mean, this, it was great. You have to have open discussions like that so that you can see how other people see things. You don't have to agree with them. It's, it's just fun to see the different ways people see things. Exactly. I think when we can let go of the disagreement piece, mm -hmm. well, the two things that I would love to see people be able to release around religion is disagreeing, you know, with somebody else's religion. Mm -hmm because it's not yours. You don't mm -hmm. have to, you don't have to walk that walk. Right. So, right. you know, somebody might be wearing bright orange. I I can't stand bright orange clothing, but I'm not going to spend energy and time getting upset that they're wearing, they're wearing, let them wear what they're going to wear. Right. Mm -hmm. They're not hurting anybody. That's a big piece, which leads me to the second part that I've always felt very passionately about is don't try to change someone else. Mm -hmm. You know, just, just don't try to change somebody else or expect them to, to follow that same beliefs. Do not expect me to wear fluorescent clothing. It's not going to happen. I'm going to be miserable. I'm going to fight you on it all day long. Right. Mm -hmm. Let me wear the clothing that works for me. <laughs> right. You know, if you've got an issue with my clothing, ask me about my clothing. Right. But it's, it's, it, it really can be that simple mm -hmm. in picking your paths. And some people come down, I believe, uh, into a particular religion. I love the story of your mom and dad into a particular religion and then find that a different one fits better or unites them better. I mean, I think that that's absolutely beautiful. Some people come down into a particular religion and it, that's home. It just feels right. It's that feeling that you talked about. Are you uncomfortable? Are you comfortable? Does this fill you? If you used a word earlier that was really beautiful. Um, it was something about making you bigger or, um, you know, e expanding that, that part of yourself. Becoming full of love. Yes. They're becoming full. Exactly. Does it fill you up? Right. And yes. does it bring you toward a positive outcome versus a negative? Yes. As, as long as it follow your bliss, as long as it brings you joy, um, it resonates with your soul 
you walk in and these are my people, that's where you belong. If if you go in and it feels dark, um, cold, unwelcoming, don't stay. Don't go, go, oh, I'll get over this. No, be true to yourself. Follow your bliss. Exactly. And those are your people. I love how you said that. Find your people, Mm -hmm. right? And there's, I mean, there's, there is indeed dark in a lot of different, you know, situations. There are people that are trying to, you know, make people do different things, et cetera, et cetera. And that's not really what we're touching on today. Today is more of, we're talking to the, the listener, you know, we're talking to you. We're saying, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. That's what mm-hmm. I'm passionate about. I hear mm-hmm. a lot of people that step into like the spiritual community that we have and they say, well, I'm having a hard time getting rid of, you know, or compl- or walking away from my religion. And the question that I think that you're bringing up for people today in such a loving way is, do you have to walk away from that? No, no. Right? No, you stay with your religion. It it brings you, in my mind, it brought me closer to my religious side as opposed to further away from it. It made me more comfortable with um, asking God for help, saying, hey, look, I can't, if, if I'm meant to do such and such, it would be nice if you could provide this. And more times than not, I'll get what I asked for because I'm meant to do what it is I'm meant to do. So I do it. (laughs) Exactly. And for some, you know, they do step completely away from their religion. For me, I I stopped practicing, you know, being a Methodist when I was 15. I mean, so it's been a very long time, like, you know, four or five years ago. Um, (laughs) <laughs> put a zero on that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so it's been a very, very long time, but you know, for some, you can, you can hear them talking about stepping into a spiritual path. So they feel like they have to completely shut down the religious side of them. And you can hear the heartbreak. You can hear in their voice, um, some of what they, they, they don't want to walk away from. And I think it's perfectly fine. Uh, you know, it's a loving God in almost every religion out there. And it's, you're beautiful exactly the way you are. Yes, exactly. It's in think of religion and spirituality as one coin. And religion's on one side and spirituality is on the other. They serve the same purpose to fill your soul. Mm-hmm. So that that's to me the best way I've been able to look at that because as I got older, had my own children, did my own thing, I I learned I I stopped going to church so much and have leaned more heavily into my spirituality in my later years. I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for my religious upbringing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think any of us would be. It's just a matter of 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 who you become on your journey that you call this life it's 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 wondrous it's amazing and and yeah you stumble but why not it's all it's all good <laughs> it's all good and it's mm-hmm. community and it's connection mm-hmm. you know let go of the judgment step into the love the community and the connection 
in mm-hmm. any version that works for you. I think it's really important for people to mm-hmm. connect to that right now. That's part of this big spiritual awakening is what works for you. We Asking the question, what works for you? And it doesn't have to look like anyone else's. It just has to fill you up, like you said. I think that's the blessing that the pandemic gave us. Um, a lot of people ended up having to stay home and 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 do a lot of uh, their worshiping online. And I found you because of the pandemic. So it, it was, for me, a very, very big blessing and a big, large piece of the puzzle that I'd been looking for for a long time. Um, but it's, it's never meant to be one or the other. There's, it's never all or nothing. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, we don't have a vengeful God so much as, as, as you might say, that's not nice, (laughs) but everything is out of love. It always has been. Absolutely. It's a roadmap to navigate love, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there are small groups that are um, that we're not discussed that's we're not addressing or discussing the small groups that are the manipulative trying to you know mm-hmm. uh, do harmful things to their their followers. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about finding that space of love and religion and not feeling like you have to completely let it go because you can have all pieces in your life. And I think that's absolutely wonderful. Yes, I grew up during the time where um, women were we're having it all basically. Um, and yes, you can have it all with religion and spirituality. You can have it all. Exactly. I love that. Thanks for chatting with me about this today, because it's, I think it's important to put words to it. It's important for people to hear, you know, the reminder that they are perfect exactly the way they are and their connection is unique to them. Yes. And should be honored and seen that way and find your people. I love that you said that. Find your people. You got to find your people. Find them. They're going to help you thrive. It's going to be absolutely yes. wonderful because there's going to be somebody else out there that, you know, kind of has a similar path to you. And then you can hike up that mountain together. Yes. You know, and ignore the other person on the mountain yelling at you that you're on the wrong trail. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Go back to your trail. I'll see you over here. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing fine. You're doing fine. I'll see you at the top. We'll have sandwiches. It'll be great. It'll be wonderful. So, well, thank you for joining me. I do want to let people know again that you are uh, one of the Sage certified practitioners. People can find information about you on the SageMethod.com if they want to reach out to you. And I love what you're bringing into this world with positivity. I mean, you've just created uh, an Oracle deck focused on positivity that's in the works. It's being uh, manufactured now. You've got the I am journal, which is focused on helping an individual focus on their own positivity and lift themselves up. I think that that's absolutely wonderful. People can reach out to you through email and we'll go ahead and make sure that these links are available. But also, if anyone wants to find you, they can certainly find you on the sagemethod.com located there. And thank you again for being here with me. Do you have any last uh, words of wisdom for for our listeners? Enjoy life to its fullest. Yep. Yep. 100%. Thank you so much. I adore you. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method 
the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information.